If you're listening to this, that might indicate that you enjoyed what you heard in the first episode. And for that, I thank you very much for coming back to hang out with me again. Nobody Knows is the personal development podcast for the ones still trying to figure it all out in life because let's be real, nobody knows what they're doing. Today, I want to talk about something that I'm still learning about myself as it's recently just become a factor in my life given my current remote work setup. But I imagine what I'm going to talk about has also affected others too that have worked from home since the start of the pandemic. A bit more of a backstory on my job and my work situation. I'm a year into working the agency life. I am a digital marketing agency girly. Just kidding, but kind of not. (laughs) And I absolutely love it if I'm being completely honest. It's really fast paced. I like the people that I work with on the daily, which is a huge game changer. And there is no shortage of work. I really like having lots of work to do. I would rather have more work than less work to do. This is really great, but it can also be incredibly demanding. And I've had to work really hard on setting boundaries. And especially since I'm at home, balancing work and personal life is sometimes just non-existent. If I could, I would probably work all the time. And I know that sounds bad. It doesn't sound super healthy, but hear me out. There are some people that work in a job just so that they can retire. And that's totally fine. Like that's their prerogative. Everyone's entitled to what they want to do. For me, when I think about retirement, I don't think I would be such a fan. I think I would retire and like five days later, I'd be like, okay, I'm bored. Like, what do I do? Which essentially is probably just like, I would do well with a vacation. (laughs) But I really like to work and I like having a job, having a purpose, working with other people to meet a larger organizational goal. I really like that. And I like the routine of waking up and working um, and having it a part of my everyday routine. That might sound bad that I say I like to work and that I would work all the time if I could. That also probably means I'm dealing with some sort of avoidment issues in other aspects of my life, but that's another episode for another time. (laughs) It also sounds a bit toxic, so I'm not promoting this messaging. I'm just saying I really like to work and I I could work all the time. And it sort of ties into today of how um, when you like to work, and you enjoy what you do, you kind of forget that you sometimes need to take a breather and you need to slow it down a bit and prioritize your well-being and your mental health so that you can continue to do a good job. And that was the whole summary of this long tangent is that I am striving to live a more balanced life with my job and with this new work from home setup that I'm currently in, but it certainly has its challenges. The one aspect of my job that I find takes the largest toll on me is constant meetings. And when I say constant, I am literally talking back-to-back meetings from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. There's maybe 15 minutes in between my entire day that I can eat lunch or go bang my head against a wall. But in all seriousness, before you say like, oh my god, that's so bad, like call human resources, it is to be expected in certain positions. And majority of my time and um, my title or position that I'm working in is spent with clients on achieving their goals and so I have to facilitate a lot of working relationships with a lot of different parties and let me be frank like the most efficient way for discussions is hopping on a zoom call or like an actual phone call except we aren't in 1912 anymore just for like five to ten minutes versus going back and forth on slack or email for the same amount of time if not longer to risk just not being in full alignment like just hop on a call hop on a meeting let's deal with this but that being said 
because there's so many different relationships and different parties involved that can equate to a lot of meetings and a lot of back-to-back meetings. And being in back-to-back meetings several times a week certainly has its effects. And I guess in a sense, only being in my position for a year, I've definitely experienced social burnout. I've been at points where the thought of another meeting has put me in an absolutely terrible mood and I realized I wasn't even fully coherent or productive in some of the meetings I was in. And so then that made me think like if an excessive amount of meetings are part of the job requirement, then what small changes can I make to accommodate and take care of myself when I'm starting to feel burnt out socially? Now, there's probably 101 solutions on how to solve this predicament, but I want to share today the top solution that has helped me in my job this far, and that is taking an off-camera day. Now, when I say this, you kind of have to be strategic about it. You know, you can't just log into work one morning and go off-camera. I mean, you certainly can, and of course, there's always going to be the oddball emergency where you definitely need to be off-camera, but if you're intentionally planning to have an off-camera day and also intentionally planning it like throughout the months as you progress through your job, like sort of including it as almost a mental health day, but you're technically still working, you got to be smart about it as well as mindful to other people that you're working with. And to further that point, you can definitely log on and just turn your camera off, But if you do that, you're going to have a lot more questions and pushbacks from your coworkers and clients, which also isn't very conducive to why you initially planned to take the off-camera day so that you could be more relaxed and less irritated. And with people like coming down your throat of why aren't you on camera or like little side digs, it's certainly not going to boost your productivity nor your mood. So the first thing you need to do when you take an off-camera day or are planning to take one is figure out your mindset. A lot of people think or have this assumption that you have to be on camera to be engaged. And that's just not right. That's I think that's super outdated and not the norm, especially after this pandemic. Your productivity and furthermore, the meeting's productivity is not determined by being visible on camera. And there is some proof actually uh, in a recent study that being seen and the feeling of being watched can actually be distracting and take away from the point of the meeting. When you're on camera, you become hyper-focused on expressions and how other people might perceive you. And especially in the past year, being the new employee, I was so focused on making a good impression with everyone. So of course, I'd be on camera all the time. But it was extremely, extremely draining. And I'm sure for other people that are newbies to their position and are always on camera, um, you want to make a good impression. And especially with people that you might not have met yet, you want to make a good rapport or just a good working relationship with those individuals. But it's good to keep in mind that you don't necessarily need to be on camera to progress your working relationship with someone. The next thing you're going to want to do is set the expectation from the beginning of the day and stick to your guns. And when I say stick to your guns, I mean, do not listen to the Karen that's calling you out saying, why aren't you on camera, Juliana? Um, I'm not on camera today because I don't feel like it. Of course, you'd say in a much more respectful manner, but you can just say, you know what? Today is just an off camera day for me. Furthermore, I think everyone, and this is 
also very nuanced and I think slowly becoming more and more talked about in organizations, but feel empowered to talk to your colleagues and managers about camera etiquette and expectations for specific meetings. Of course, camera etiquette did like probably didn't even exist before the pandemic, but a simple Slack message to someone saying, hey, what are the expectations of this meeting? Are you needing everyone to be on camera or is it okay if I remain off camera? A good thing to keep in mind once you've entered the Zoom meeting, once you've entered the chat, is actually to be vocal and active in the chat. So ensure you're communicating in other ways like writing in the chat or using reactions. That one always hits really well with clients for whatever reason on my end. Like sometimes I'll be off camera and a coworker might be talking about something and I just tune in with a little laughing face or like a heart eye emoji and clients just eat that up. So use reactions. I'm all for it. Or you can also raise your hand and speak. Just because you're off camera does not mean that you can't talk. And sometimes what I'll even do is keep myself unmuted while I'm off camera just so people know that I'm still here, I'm present in the meeting, and I'm not doing something else on the side during the meeting time. Another good tip that I love because I'm a sucker for a good selfie is putting a profile pic on your account so that it appears when you're off camera. I'm not sure if this works on other video or virtual call platforms like Google Teams or um, what are the other ones? (laughs) I'm blanking on all of these different platforms because all I use is Zoom. But I do know that if you're on Zoom and you go off camera and you're logged into your account that it will have a profile picture of whatever you set it to. And this way people can still identify and recognize you. And I think this is particularly great if you're having an off-camera day but you're meeting new people. Because you want those people, especially if they're clients, to identify you and know what you look like. But you also have to value the boundary that you've set for the day of being off-camera and not feel inclined to go on camera because you're meeting someone new. And then lastly, this is, I think, a very interesting fact to note in the study and sort of ties back into the first point of your overall mindset. But results from the study didn't find any significant relationship between fatigue levels and the total number of meetings or hours spent in meetings per day. It all came down to the use of the camera and being visibly seen on camera. So don't feel guilty or feel like you're jeopardizing the meeting if you're off camera. Set your boundaries, turn off your camera, and take care of your mental health. So how do we feel about these tips? I use these whenever I am taking an off-camera day and can confirm they're super helpful. But I would love to know if they work for you. I'd also love to hear how you deal with meeting burnout and if you have any helpful tips. You know, does being on camera distract you and drain you too? Head over to Instagram and let me know in the comments on any of the posts. My Instagram handle is at nobodyknowspodcast followed by an underscore. Yes, there's an underscore because it is 2022 and all the good Instagram handles have been taken. Thank you very much. But seriously, I'd love to hear what your experience is like. If you like being on camera, if you don't like being on camera and send me your tips, a girl needs them. 